This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good morning and thank you for joining us for the program. My name is Mike Flick. I'm the pastor of Bible Baptist Church in Pachastrum. And I would like to begin today to bring you a series of lessons. And the name of this series is Marriage Medicine. And over the next five weeks, I'd like to give you a few independent thoughts, some things that you might be able to do that will make, hopefully, an immediate difference in your marriage. And at the same time, if properly applied and consistently used, they should also make a long-term difference in your marriage. Now, anytime you go to the doctor, what you're hoping to find out is not only a diagnosis, what's wrong with me? Why do I not feel the way that I think I should feel? But the number two, you're also looking for what can I do? What can I change? Is there a medicine perhaps that I can take? Something from the outside that I can put in me that will, or put on me, something that will make a difference for this problem that I have. So we're looking for a diagnosis, but we're also looking for a prescription. We're looking for a cure. It's not enough to point out the curse to say this is the problem, but then we need to have an answer to that. What's the antidote? What do we do about the problem? Today, what we're going to talk about, the first medicine that we're going to address is the power of an apology. The power of an apology. In any relationship, if it is going to be an ongoing relationship with any sort of significance and meaning to it, then eventually you're going to have to apologize. And I don't care which marriage you're talking about. Even the very best of marriages from time to time, it is going to be appropriate to apologize. When you look in the Old Testament, we read that God the Father, He had a covenant with the nation of Israel. And that covenant signifies that there was a marriage between God and the nation of Israel. And we know that in the New Testament that we have the Lord Jesus Christ and the, the church is His bride. So there's that new covenant that exists between Christ and the church. So even in those situations, you might like to think that once God gets involved in a marriage, that means no more apologies are necessary. But if you've read the Bible, you know that's not true. Even within those very sacred relationships between God and Israel, Christ and the church, there were apologies necessary. Now in the case of God, of course it was one-sided. Uh, but whenever a person fails, they owe the other an apology. And there is great power in making a proper and an appropriate apology. And, and this, this powerful uh, antidote to your mistakes, you need to understand that it requires two things. In order to properly apply this medicine, you're going to need honesty. You're going to need humility. You're going to need to be able to take an honest look at your behavior and then be honest enough to admit that you have fallen short of treating your spouse properly. You're going to have to be honest to your spouse, honest with yourself. Then there's also going to be the need for humility. It's one thing to look at the issue and say, okay, yes, I made a mistake. But then there's a lot of folks that once they look at it and say, okay, I made a mistake, but I made this mistake because you did this, you did this, and instead of an apology, 
it actually turns into condemnation for the other person. And we kind of use that as an excuse for our bad behavior. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 13 and verse number 10, Only by pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. I'd like to focus your attention on the first half of that verse. Only by pride cometh contention. Contention happens when you and your spouse are just losing it. And there's sometimes shouting, there's some very cross words being said, and things are getting ugly. That's contention. The Bible says only by pride comes contention. All right, so if pride is the problem, if that is, if we diagnose the problem, why you and your wife or you and your husband are not getting along, we say the problem is pride then what's the antidote? What's the medicine? We need to apply some humility. We need to apply some honesty. So in the case where things have turned ugly like that and you and your spouse are no longer able to communicate properly, how do we begin to fix that? What medicine should we apply? This is where I think an apology is going to be a very powerful tool. I don't know if you've noticed it, but back there in Genesis chapter 3, when Adam and Eve eat the fruit that they're not supposed to eat. You know that they sowed fig leaves. And then it says, Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. The next verse, Genesis 3 verse 9 says, And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? Have you ever noticed that? He didn't say, Where is your wife? Now, is God aware of the fact that Eve also messed up? Obviously. And in just a few verses, God is going to deal with that. But I want you to notice that God is trying to get Adam to admit Adam's mistakes. So, Mr. Adam, would you please take responsibility for your faults? Would you please admit where you are at spiritually? Rather than being up front with the Lord, Adam was hiding from the presence of the Lord. Perhaps Mr. Adam you today should admit that. Say, God, I haven't been up front with you. Rather than fixing what I've done wrong, I've been trying to brush it under the rug and ignore it. It's time that I come face to face with my fault. It's time that I admit it, that I humble myself and apologize. And then in verse number 10, we read where Adam responds. So God has asked, where art thou? And Adam's response was, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. So he didn't really answer the question. Adam skipped ahead a couple of things and starts to give reasons for his bad behavior. So in verse 11 he said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? Now friend, let me ask you a question. Do you think God knew whether or not Adam had eaten the fruit? Of course he knew. But he wanted Adam to admit it. He wanted Adam to admit where he was and how he got there. In verse number 12, notice what the, what the man answers. Adam says here, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. So Adam actually blames two people here. The woman whom thou gavest to be with me. So did he eat? Yes. And he does eventually admit that at the end of the verse, and I did eat. 
But notice before he gets to admitting anything, he says, it's not my fault. It was the woman and God, actually it was you because you gave me the woman. How quick we are to point the finger and blame everybody else for our bad behavior. Friend, I want you to take a look at your marriage and just think now for a moment, how many times have I just come straight out and admitted, listen, this is what I did and I'm wrong. Folks, listen, I understand that our behavior, our decisions is greatly affected by how other people interact with us. You have a bad day at work. You have a bad interaction with the kids, right? It's easy then to lash out at your spouse because you're already frustrated at these other things. But, but rather than blame those other things, this is where the power of an apology will come in. This is where you go to your spouse and say, you know what, I had no right to say that, to treat you like that. I am sorry. I am sorry. Now when it comes to an apology, I want to say one more thing. An apology should not just be in word, but also in deed. It's one thing to say to your spouse, I'm sorry. It's another thing to make some changes and actually make up for what you did wrong. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, in verse number 11, if someone has truly repented, the Bible says, for this selfsame thing, that ye sorrowed after a godly sort, what carefulness it wrought in you, yea, what clearing of yourselves, yea, what indignation, yea, what fear, yea, what vehement desire, yea, what zeal, yea, what revenge, in all things ye have approved yourselves to be clear in this matter. So folks, it's one thing to say I'm sorry. It's another thing to prove it by actually making changes. If your spouse can see you making a dedicated effort at not repeating that mistake that you just apologized for, that is going to be a powerful medicine for your marriage. I hope today that you take some time to search your heart. Ask God to help you search your heart and then work up the courage to be honest and humble and apply this medicine of an apology. May God help you with your marriage. If you would like to inquire further about this topic, you're welcome to reach out to us. You'll find our details on our website, bbcpotch.com. You're also welcome to follow our YouTube channel, Bible Baptist Potch. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.